0: sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. To the podcast, this is the Pangamoon podcast. Your destination for spiritual talks and exploration of the universe, mystical texts, um, nature, travel, beauty, design—all of these good things so many topics that we cover on the podcast. Um, if you're new, welcome to this magical corner of the universe. You are so welcome. Um, if you found us, if you found me, I mean, I say us, but it's not an us yet as I grow the Topanga Moon community space. I guess it is an us because we're all kind of energetically conversing in this Beautiful medium, but um, if you found this space through the meditations, I welcome you. I love doing the meditations, and I know people are loving the meditations, and that makes me really happy to see. And just, I'm just so elated by them. I am going to have a new moon meditation coming up next because I'll always have a new moon and a full moon. Um, And I'm also going to introduce the meditation library. So this is something where I'm going to host and create paid meditations on my website where if you wanted to do, let's say, a meditation for love or a meditation for life purpose, just very different specific things. I'll have all the meditations, not... They'll be different than the new moon and the full moon ones, but um, it'll have a very similar style. They'll still be in the kind of storybook meditation realm. I'll always take you to a beautiful place, but it'll have more specific, specified topics. And you can purchase, a download of the meditation, listen to it at any time. And it also is a way to support the podcast, support the mission here on Topanga Moon, and I'm just excited to start this meditation library and also constantly update and add more to the meditation library. So yeah, I just wanted to share that. Okay, how is everyone feeling in this spring? We are definitely past the midway point of spring, and we're gearing up for summer, my favorite, favorite, favorite time of year. Summer solstice is probably one of my most favorite and cherished moments of the year. I was born almost in the summertime, right before it hit summer solstice. So kind of that mid-June birthday month. And I'm a Gemini. I just have all the traits of a Gemini. I have a Gemini sun, a Gemini moon. So I'm very much in my season all about communication. And yeah, we're going to get into a little bit of that today um, in terms of a very Gemini trait. But yeah, I love summer so much. And the other day there was this really crazy storm here in Ontario, Canada. And it had the kind of feeling of the summer storms. So I don't know, um, wherever you are in the world, but there's this summer storm that is very different than kind of other rainstorms, in my opinion. It just has this like, it's like a heat storm and it's kind of wild and crazy and mysterious and they are my favorite. And we had one the other day. Obviously, it brought a lot of destruction. The um, electricity went out, but it really reminded me of this trip that I took to North Carolina while we were driving through North Carolina on our way to um, Georgia we were gonna land in Savannah Georgia but we spent a couple days in Wilmington North Carolina and there were so many like summer storms like really intense coastal summer storms and It was, there's just like this magical element to them. I know they can bring a lot of destruction, but there is this like power and force and energy and I just really love watching them. I love seeing nature in that kind of state and it just really brings me back to um, how powerful nature is, how we were all magically hear a part of this cosmic moment and get to experience all of these different elements and there's just something really magical about a summer storm especially when it's all like safe and good and everyone's okay um but yeah it just makes me think of like sitting on a porch drinking a beer and watching the like hot summer rain come through And it's really magical and mystical. And I actually had a recent meditation where you kind of go through that summer storm um, in Savannah, Georgia. Because that's really that area where I experience those kinds of summer storms. And it's very nostalgic to me in that time and adventure and the spirit of it all. And just being by the water and this kind of coastal tropical in a way, but like total coastal grandmother vibes, you know? (laughs) I don't know if you've heard of the coastal grandmother, but I'm really into that style and it's coming out in big ways in my life, which I'll share today. So yeah, this, this idea of summer storms and another beautiful aspect of this time is all the flowers that are blooming and I have actually some lilacs here that I just picked from my run and I have them kind of to use and just connect with while I'm doing this podcast episode and lilacs symbolize spring and renewal. And I think we're in a really potent moment for renewal and this renewing of energy and this renewing of our kind of systems and, and of total renewal overhaul to be a more beautiful beautiful experience that we can all have um the celtics saw lilacs as magical and they symbolized old love in the victorian age which if you've listened to this podcast a bunch i talk about the victorian age and my love of the design and the fashion from that time and i did a whole uh, short film costume design that was based in the Victorian age. So I have an affinity for it. I love the movies about that time. It just feels really romantic. So lilacs have that Victorian romance feel. And the purple lilac symbolizes spirituality. And that is something that I always weave into All of these different podcast episodes, I think that it's like kind of the basis, the undertone, the grounding force of all of the writing that I do, all of the design that I do, all of the um, conversations and podcast episodes because there is magic and spirit in everything that we create and the more that I discover the beauty around me and try to create art through this beauty, the more that I'm connected to the divine and to spirit. So I think it's very fitting for this podcast episode, which is all about divine timing and the ideas of divine timing showing up in my life right now in all the different ways and something that once I dug in a little bit deeper to my human design, I'm actually connected to this concept of divine timing. Um, I know some people don't maybe like the idea of divine timing or really resonate with the term, but I will explain to you what I believe divine timing means, and I really think it's the divine now. So divine timing is the divine now, and all the different ways that we can, we can kind of see what time is and the meaning of time and how the ideas of time really influence our culture. Um, I kind of think back of... You know how there's always like themes in your life and things that come up in different ways and different forms and when you look back retrospectively, like when I always talk about love, it's like this constant theme that gets, you know, put throughout my life in different ways and then I was thinking about this concept of time and divine timing and how time has actually come up in my life in ways that are very unexpected you know, when you're in school and you have to do those, um, like they're not presentations, but they're, um, oh gosh, what are they called? Oh man. I'm going to forget this speeches. That's what they are. Okay. So, you know, when you have to do your speech in class and I remember like asking my mom, cause I didn't know what the topic I should do. And she's like, why don't you do it on time? And I'm like, mm, that's kind of weird, but I just listened to her and I did a whole speech about time. And it's just, I just think about that moment and I don't even remember what I would have said in that time. Probably the science of time, or I don't know what it was. But this concept of time, or this theme of running out of time, or being stuck in the past when it comes to timing, or anticipating the future time which which brings anxiety like all of these notions of time where if we look at it in the spiritual sense you know there is no time time is just a construct that we created here on this planet to you know understand things and to go about our daily lives but time is just an illusion we are in this infinite time we're in a space of of timelessness. Um, And on my last podcast episode, I actually talked about how there's like a different sense of time in different parts of the universe. So, you know, time is such a cool, trippy thing when we really dive into it and think about it. And the concepts and ideas that have been really coming forward for me in terms of time is this idea that you know, I'm, I'm getting older and thinking, oh, I'm running out of time or like, I don't have enough time to finish this or, um, you know, everything that hasn't happened yet. And I'm reminded of this concept of being right on time. And when you're right on time, it's really the divine time, which is the divine. Now we are always in this state of, of being right on time and that brings me to the newest um, writing projects that I'm embarking on which is another romantic comedy script and it's you know it's all about timing and this idea that we're running out of time or there has to be a specific time for things and we get Upset if it hasn't happened yet, or if we're working towards a career goal and it just hasn't materialized, or we're waiting for our manifestations, or we're waiting for our love partner. And this idea that we're just like never reaching that time. And if you think about it, why do we have a divine time for certain things? Like, why can't divine time just be now or be the moment that it occurs? And to me, This notion of divine timing is really where these energetics, these frequencies line up in a perfect, beautiful tapestry. And you are presented with the, I guess, manifestation, for lack of a better word, in the perfect sequence of time. And you won't know it until you experience it. And in every moment we can find the divinity of this time and actually when we refocus and come back to this beautiful power of this now moment we find that the divinity really happens in the now and that we can find we can enjoy we can like find or or really experience the love and the perfection of each moment when we're present in the moment, when we're grounded, when we're, when we acknowledge that everything that we need is here right now, we're never going to miss it. You're never going to be late. You're always going to be right on time. And things happen in specific time sequence, I guess in this linear form, if we're here in this earth plane for reasons or for when your soul needs to learn certain tasks and also this you know allowing or the expansion of your aura your expansion of yourself to arrive at that place that can hold that amount of energy if you're let's say manifesting something big and it's allowing you to have a natural progression to that divine time moment but You are never going to miss what is for you and you are always going to be right on time because there is no, you know, perfect time for anything. All of our lives are are unique journeys, unique expressions, and we arrive at certain destinations exactly when we're supposed to, exactly when our soul knows that that's the best time for the expansion. Um and possibly even just by accident the universal miracles that can come into play and that is this excitement of this journey of like you're never going to get it wrong and you're always going to be on time so that is the idea today is that I really love this like concept of divine timing and That doesn't mean that we have to like wait for our life to begin. It actually means find the divinity in the now moment. Create the divine timing in this now moment. Can you go for a walk and really take in all the flowers that you see on the walk and really have a moment with this beautiful life that you're here? I mean... The amount of things that had to happen for you to be here is really miraculous so if we can just kind of sit in that wonder and enjoy the right now and not worry about the things that was created in the past because they are no longer in our experience and not worry about the future because it has not happened yet so we don't know exactly how it's all gonna unfold and continuously moment to moment get back to our divinity and that is really what divine timing is and all of those divine moments lead up to the divine timing of whatever it is you're waiting for and I can think about this in terms of like let's say love and relationships for so long I was searching and seeking and waiting for the right person and like getting older and and not working out and thinking oh my goodness I'm running out of time I need to meet you know this person and the moment that I let it go like actually had this like kind of surrender fully to the moment after I've done the work and did all the stuff that is like this beautiful opening for the divine timing to come through and it was the right time and it's always when you have that experience that you look back and you're like, Oh, thank God that this happened in this way uh, uh, in this time. Like this was a better time than I could have ever imagined in my mind. You know, we, we think that we can create these and we are creating, we are co-creating in every moment, but allowing the universe to surprise us with even a better expansion of more beautiful experience a more beautiful divine time is just so much better because the universe loves to surprise us loves to present us with more than what we've ever asked for so it's like getting beyond the liminal mind and allowing for the expansive spiritual mind to know that the timing of things is always beautiful and perfect and that we're We're never running out of time. We're infinite beings and we can have, make mistakes and keep going and go through obstacles and that makes life so much more interesting. So how does this relate to my human design? (laughs) Well, um, there is this gate that is like a predominant gate that I just learned. It's like 70% of your personality is in this one gate and it's at the top right corner of your chart and I have the gate 12. So my gate 12 is called the gate of caution or stand still, like literally a standstill, like a non-movement. <laughs> I have to be in this now moment. So how does that impact the timing of my life? Well, okay. So the gate 12 You have a deep need to express feelings when you are in the mood. So when you, when it's the right time, that is when I can express my feelings and express the ideas that come through me. There has to be a divine timing to it. Um... You have an inner mechanical movement from stasis into mutation and transformation. It is only important to accept stasis rather than fight against it. So that's the standstill. Like, standstill and non-movement. So being in the now and accepting and appreciating the standstill is part of my gate. It's part of what I came here to do and how I came to express You have an inner voice of caution, and mutation often happens in silence. You provoke or mutate other people by your stillness and and silence. So it's called the gate of caution, and that is because it is all about finding the right moment to express. So there is a caution element that if I force or if I express or if I share when I have not had that sacral response or that the energy flowing through me, that really things happen for me at very specific times. I act in specific times and I'm, have to be cautious and silent and still and that is moments where I can channel and gather information and the beauty is in the caution is in the kind of taking my time to really express in the most beautiful way that I can and in the most powerful way and that can only come through the moments of silence, the moments of standstill, the moments of caution, because otherwise it just won't be received. And I think a lot of that has to do with my my fifth line of being this kind of heretic and universalizing concepts, but only when it's exciting to me and when I feel that impulse to share that comes from my body, that comes from spirit and That is when it's going to be received because I know in my life, when I try to push something, nothing happens. No one hears it. No one sees it. And that is the whole cautionary idea because when I'm forcing my will, then it's not going to be understood. And that energy then is not used in the correct format. So, and I, I'm, I'm a generator. All I want to do is do, 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 and create, create, create. But I have to remind myself that the, the power and the beauty that I have is through the caution and the standstill and actually expressing when it's the right time. So with Gate 12, you have a predisposition for romance, poetry, music, and a need for these aspects in a love relationship. I mean, basically everything I... I share everything is about beauty and romance and art and expressing through those mediums. And also, um, sharing this idea of relationships, like all of my writing is about that and you have the power to resist temptation. So another site that I I found refers to gate 12 as, um, the fine artist. And I love that idea. Because at first when I heard caution, I'm like, oh, what is that? What That doesn't sound good. What does that even mean? But it's about the fine artist, you know, the artist that takes the time and kind of really waits for the right moment to share certain expressions. And when you do, it's like, then it's divine timing. Then all the things align. Then alignment happens so easily. Then there's that flow. There's that beautiful rhythm. There's that connection to nature all about divine timing and people with gate 12 are cautious about whether other people understand them correctly and that's very true and they are waiting for the right moment when they can influence others and those are and those who are susceptible to their influence it is important for such people to show restraint meditativeness inaction in the face of temptation i think a big temptation for me comes through my ego of wanting to be seen and wanting to be like recognized and feel important but that's i mean obviously i'm in the cautionary standstill divine moment and that takes time they influence the world with the power of their emotions Their social caution is associated with the resistance of society to accept new things. People with gate 12 express their emotional awareness through the power of spirit with which they open others to new things and then retreat. So I just love sharing all of this and encourage you to look up what your, you know, predominant gate is in your human design because I think it's a little key and a little sign of More about who you are and kind of like what you came here to do and I love how much that like I intuitively felt all of this and knew all of this but it gave a language and an expression and this like beautiful idea and I love that I can say that it's all about being the fine artist and that is something that I'm constantly trying to do and I have to remember to not, not be too of a much of a perfectionist and that I do need to share my art, but it's just like finding that sweet spot of sharing when it's the right time. And when it's the right time, everything flows. Another idea of timelines, which I've been talking about on Instagram a lot is this idea of jumping timelines. Have you heard of jumping timelines? I think I've talked about this in a podcast where it it was about reality trans surfing, which is similar, but a little bit different, um, to jumping timelines. And the way that I see jumping timelines is that we have this infinite number of timelines at our disposal, or at least that is the idea. And we can jump to a new timeline when we really focus in and start to embody this other version of ourselves that is already in this other timeline and then it's almost like you merge with that other version of you already doing the thing but it has to be like a full body understanding and embodiment like you have to be able to hold the frequency of this new energetic expression because we are in a frequency universe we are made of energy everything is energy so we live in the world of energy and frequency and that energy you have to be able to hold a higher expression like if you are manifesting um a new career or you're manifesting these things that you've never experienced before that have like a higher frequency vibration you have to be able to hold that and when you are in the process of moving to that new timeline and holding that new expression, you know, reality is going to hit up against you because in this dense 3D reality, sometimes it takes time, back to timing, and you have to be able to consistently hold the new frequency until that frequency kind of merges. And it's all up to you. Like, you can jump timelines in a moment. You can. It can take a while. Like, there's no real, like, I mean... It's kind of hard to, to really say that there's a recipe for it. And I think that we can all do it in different ways. But yeah, that's what I think of timeline jumping. And I'm still kind of exploring this topic and trying to do it. So I'll definitely have more ideas later on. But I'm enjoying this idea of especially the embodiment piece. And I think about it as like, how do I wake up in my day? How do I, what clothes do I wear in this like higher self version of me? What does this higher self version of me eat? Like all of these little daily clues that allow your energetic body to feel differently because you're moving differently, because you're doing things in a different way so that you'll be able to more seamlessly join up with that other timeline. Um... So, time, this idea of time, and I was listening to a podcast with Dr. Zach Bush on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. And every time I listen to him, I'm like, oh, he's so brilliant. And he always shares beautiful, beautiful ideas. And he was talking about time. And like I said, time, divine timing, the divine now has been kind of coming up in different ways in my experience so I know it's something that I need to talk to it's like the ideas of the universe kind of come through multiple ways just like I did in the with the roses and at different times and I'm like okay cool this is what's kind of circulating around me right now I need to speak about this so when I heard that he was talking about I'm like all right I was already prepping this time podcast divine timing and I definitely need to like share some insights from him. So he talks about it in, the, in the language and the idea of disease and because he is a doctor and his whole understanding of the universe and the cosmos, he's almost like a philosophical doctor. So his idea is that time creates the frequency for disease or it can either. We are focusing our energy on the past of our timeline so the trauma and the triggers and those kind of stay in our body and, and can like you you continuously recreate those frequencies in your body the more you go back to those timelines and the, the more you go back to those ideas and they and they build up in your body um and the problem's So, or we are anticipating the future and that creates the frequency of anxiety because if we're worried about the future, if we're always planning for the future, it creates anxiety in the body. And that's another energetic frequency that can be built up in our body and creates the frequency of distortions. So that's what I think of it as like when we're spending too much time in our past and being shameful, angry, regretful, all of these like lower density frequencies or we're anticipating the future and we're in that anxious, overactive mind future state, we are distorting the frequency. So the beautiful kind of like pH balance frequency of the now gets distorted because we are living in our past or fearful of our future. And really the healing and all of everything kind of comes through in the moment, which is just once again, this idea of the divine timing is is the divine now. And we block the divine timing of the now moment. So miracles happen in the now. And I hear this. When I think about what Dr. Zach Bush talks about or Joe Dispenza talks about this and they always talk about the healing experience happening in the void or the quantum now moment. So it's the space between that allows us to shift our experience and then our bodies, minds, and souls can heal and we can manifest. It's a powerful energetic space of the no space or the no time. It is the void and in this void space, miraculous healing can occur because you're not in that distortion frequency. You're in the pure frequency where your body knows how to heal and your mind knows how to heal and your manifest manifestations become clear and that's a beautiful space and that's why meditation is so beautiful and powerful. That's why co-creating with your mind is so powerful and I just love how Joe Dispenza talks about that all the time and in all of in his meditations, he takes you to that no time, no space. And it's that quantum, that quantum reality where you can shift into a new perspective. You can become the healed version of yourself in that instant. You can stop worrying about all of the traumas and the triggers of the past. And you can stop worrying about all of the maybe potential future realities and just exist in the here, in the now moment, in the divine present, in the divine now. And that is the space for healing. And this notion of time creates the ultimate form of scarcity. So it's, like I was saying, that feeling of running out of time or preparing for the future time. I think about this when, you know, People are kind of hoarding goods because they're fearful of what's going to happen. And I think, you know, it's good to be safe. I mean, as us human people, we like to kind of have things in order to make ourselves feel better. And, and I think that's a common human, you know, trait of ours. And there's nothing wrong with it. But it's that constant perpetual fear of scarcity. It's that fear that we won't have enough. And that scarcity mindset that is creating the future for us. Not only us, but everyone around us. we, We are in this time of that fearful scarcity. And I think that really shows the disease in our societies is this constant need of always attaining more. And always feeling like you don't have enough. Always feeling like you aren't enough. Feeling like your life is not worthy until you reach a certain milestone thinking that you need that things will feel so much better once you arrived at your destination these are forms of the scarcity mindset and that is the place where our body can start to have distortions in the frequency and a place for you know, possible sickness. But the healing comes through when we switch over to the abundant mindset. the The mindset that you know is in examples all around us in nature. Nature's never worries that it's going to be not on time. It always is perfectly on time. And it's always abundant. It has everything that we need. And it's in that abundant mindset that we don't have to live in the form of this of the scarcity or the or the time frame of the scarcity. And when we're living from the abundant mindset, then there's ease, then there's flow, then there's joy, then there's happiness, then there is um, overflowing with love and knowing that if all your needs are met, then you can generously give to others and be in the overflow to share And you don't really need that much, but everything that you do desire that is for your soul's evolution, you are worthy of that desire. And that doesn't mean that we can't have like immense abundance, but it's about what is that abundance going to be used for? How do we want to show up in the world? Um, And also giving back to nature and healing nature. So... How does hot springs (laughs) remind me or bring me to this divine now, divine timing moment? And we can always learn from water. Water is one of my favorite things to talk about and I will constantly be talking about it and finding new ways to share art about it and try to heal or help heal the water's I think water, water is life. It's a being, it's a consciousness. Um, And a hot spring (laughs) or hot springs have a lot of lessons for us. So a hot spring is about releasing into the moment. It's when you can connect with water and the magical frequency of a spring. There's so much potent energy in a spring and the water with its perfect healing forces while also you sharing your energy with the water. That is that relationship you have within a hot spring. You also heal the water by being in that expression and in that place. It's a mutual exchange. So water is always communicating with us. And for a while I thought water was just expressing ideas through our consciousness. But the more I learn from um, people like veda austin who was just on the luke story podcast and she's a water researcher and she has taken photos of of water in its different states and her conclusions come to water communicating with us it is a living being that is talking to us and how amazing is that so through her study she she noticed that it wasn't you know, water wasn't expressing necessarily the, the consciousness of our own minds, but rather in conversation with us. Hot springs are our organs. That's what she says as well. <laughs> An exchange of energy to heal the organs of the world. But we are in a time that, being so disconnected to nature, we have undoubtedly found disease in our societies. And it is so connected to you know, the healing that we must be doing with nature and our waters. If you think about hot springs as the organs of our planet... And we used to gather around hot springs and be drinking from spring water and creating communities around springs. And we've kind of disassociated ourselves from connecting with water and dissociating ourselves from nature in itself. But we are nature. And the way to heal and connect our societies and and our planet is to... Start by first healing with ourselves, inside of ourselves. And then being able to share that healing with nature. And that is all about the divine now. Um, I had a beautiful experience at a hot spring on my camper van trip that I did through the American Southwest and I think I talk about this story on the very first podcast episode, but we went to a hot spring in Colorado called Valley View Hot Springs, and it was such a magical experience. I think everyone should just try to go to hot springs as much as they can if or even like find a spring near them and start to have that connection with spring water, which is the most beautiful water you can drink. But yeah, we, well, we originally wanted to find this hot springs in Taos, New Mexico. And we went to this like kind of location. It wasn't like a, like a run hot springs. It was just like a hot springs in the wild, but we were searching and searching and searching and couldn't find it. So obviously it just wasn't, the right time for us <laughs> but then we went to this other hot springs which was kind of run um and it was called valley view and it was just such a beautiful experience it's you're overlooking like you're on top of like this mountain overlooking the land and there's these it's all within nature and there's just like waterways and creeks everywhere. And I remember there was the most amount of like fireflies I've ever seen when we were walking to one of the hot springs because you have to hike to these different hot springs. It was just such a beautiful experience and so in the moment and so much beauty and I felt so connected to the water and had a transcendental experience. It was just really, really amazing. And and now learning about... Hot springs being kind of the organs of the planet. It just makes so much sense. And I'll definitely think about that the next time. But it brings you to that present moment. And that is the divine now. And that is all about the divine timing of our life. So, yeah, I think that's everything for today's episode. I really hope you... Enjoy this one and that it inspired you to know that there is no right timing for things like don't worry you're not running out of time <laughs> sometimes things take time and that's beautiful and that's okay and to just really find those divine now moments because that is going to allow you to experience the divine timing in, in such a easeful flowing way um yeah, I. if you want to reach out and chat with me about anything from this podcast episode, I'd love to hear from you. I will share all of my information in the show notes. Wherever you are, I hope you're having a really beautiful and divine now day.